Hello, hello. This week's episode is all about lead generation via a low ticket sales funnel. Now, you heard me refer to this strategy in the last episode, because in the last episode, we talked about how to create an aligned sales strategy. And my intention from that episode was to really give you some ideas and some high level suggestions around the strategies that you might choose for 2022. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market, and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income, and freedom that you have been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Now, today's episode is going into a lot more detail around what is a low ticket sales funnel? Why might you want to build one? And how has it been able to help me in my business to create a steady stream of ideal fit clients who reach out to me, not the other way around. You already know that I do not teach cold outreach. So let's get into the detail of today's episode. Like I say, it's going to be focused around a low ticket sales funnel. Now, one of the things I just want to put out there before I start is that I know that some of you, when you hear sales funnel, when you hear that term, it freaks you out a little bit because you think about tech, you think about automation, you think about systems, and you therefore put the sales funnel into the box of too difficult. You know, I can't do that. I'm not techie. I'm not systemized. I just want to do my thing. I just want to deliver my coaching programs, work with my clients, create impact. I don't do the tech stuff. Now, what I want to say to you, if you are of that mindset that sales funnels must be difficult because you require some automation and some tech, what I want to say to you is just please keep an open mind, keep listening to the episode, keep an open mind, because I think by the end of it, well, I hope by the end of it, that you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable that this is a strategy that you could use in your business, because Sales funnels don't have to be complicated. They can be, and actually my suggestion would be that you make them the most simple thing in the world because anything that's complicated doesn't feel good for you and it won't feel good for your client either. And so I come at sales funnels from the perspective of they have to feel as personal as possible. Now, most of the time people will know, yes, there is an automated element to your sales funnel, But the way that you write your copy, the way that you show up, the things that you build into your sales funnel, like videos, for example, you can make it feel super personal. So let's get into some of the details. So first of all, let's let's just think about what is a lead? What is a lead? Now, most of the time I will hear clients say to me, oh, Rachel, I I want more sales. I want more sales. Well, the fact is you can't have more sales unless you generate more leads because a lead is somebody that has opted into your world, has joined your ecosystem, has downloaded one of your freebies, has put themselves 
into your Instagram audience, into your LinkedIn audience. Maybe they're in your Facebook group. Now, the colder they are, the more distant they are from you. So it could be that they're a follower, but they don't engage. That's a cold lead. They get warmed up. They get warm when you either warm them or they feel more aligned to you. So let me explain what I mean. So let's say somebody joins your Instagram audience and at that point, they're a lead because they're following you, they're in your world, but they're not a particularly good prospect. They, they're not warmed up, they're not, they're not engaging, they're not interacting, there's no conversation at this point. For you to get them, you know, warmed up and ready to join one of your programs, there's a stat that says that it takes 7 to 20 touch points for that to happen. Now, that's quite a lot of touch points, but if you break it down, you can do that quite quickly. If they join your audience on Monday, for example, you could reach out to them and say, welcome to my community. I'm really glad that you started following me. I follow back for you. I've had a look at your recent posts, the, the one about your puppy like really interested me. Yeah, you can have some conversation. So that's a touch point. You could also go live on your Instagram platform so that they get to see your live. That's another touch point. You can create educational, inspirational, motivational posts. That's another touch point. At the point where they feel ready, they might come and download one of your free resources that maybe you've put in the link in your Instagram bio, or now we can put links in our stories. You might have linked it from your stories. And they decide that actually this person that I've seen share some good content, deliver some good lives. I'm now going to go and download their free PDF. And of course, you can share the link to that PDF in a number of different places. So I'm talking about Instagram here, but you could share the link to that PDF in any number of places. You could share it in Facebook groups, over on your LinkedIn platform. You could share it at the end of you doing a public speaking session, at the end of you doing a guest expert or a podcast interview. There are a number of different places where you can really get exposure for your lead magnet. Because if you've built a lead magnet that your ideal client, you know, your ideal fit lead really, really wants, then you're not going to struggle to get people who are happy to give you their email address in return for accessing that lead magnet. So when, when it comes to thinking about who your ideal fit leads are, you do really need to think about where they're at in their journey right now. Where's their mindset? What are their thoughts? What are their beliefs? What do they want? What do they need? What's troubling them? What's really keeping them up at night? And then you design your lead magnet around that because they're not going to give you their email address for nothing. They're not going to give it to you because you want them to. They've got to they've got to really feel it. They've got to really want that lead magnet. So step 1 of your low ticket sales funnel is to come up with an idea for a lead magnet that is really really compelling. Something that your ideal client really wants. So something to really help you get into the mindset of your ideal client. How would your ideal client finish these sentences? I'm struggling with, what would they say? Yeah, how would they finish that sentence? I really need to be able to, what? What would they say that they need to be able to do? I don't want to feel anymore. Like, what is it? What is it that they're feeling that they want to get rid of, that they don't want to feel that way anymore? I'll be happy when, yeah, when when what? What would make them happy? I want to achieve what? I want to have what? 
success for me looks like, yeah, how would they answer that? And when you can really get into the mindset of your ideal client and you can finish those sentences as if you were your ideal client, that's when you have people downloading more of your lead magnet. That's when you'll come up with better ideas for lead magnets. That's when you have people reaching out to you saying, Rachel, I thought you were in my head. It was like you were literally reading my mind because that is exactly how I feel. Now, that's the level of detail that you need to get to when you are designing lead magnets, when you're thinking about funnels, when you're thinking about how you're going to attract new leads into your world. It's the ends of those sentences that are going to really help you to write great copy and come up with great resources that your ideal client will give you their email address in return for. Now, once you've got their email address, this is when the funnel really begins. And I know this is the bit that freaks you out. Okay, so stay with me. At the point where they download that freebie, what goes on on your sales page, in your email platform, wherever you house your freebie, at the point where they give you their email address, what you now need to create is an automated email a triggered response. Whichever email platform you use, I'm pretty certain that they all would offer you the ability to trigger an email at the point where somebody joins a subscriber group. So let's say your lead magnet is about how to run your business in 10 hours a week, for example. You would have a subscriber group for that freebie, yeah? So you might have a subscriber group called 10 hours a week so that you know who's in that group. They would download the freebie, they would arrive into that subscriber group and then you set up a trigger to say the minute that somebody lands in that subscriber group, send them this email. And in that email, you would say congratulations for taking that step to figure out how to run your business in 10 hours a week. I guess you're here because you're feeling overwhelmed. I guess you're here because you're struggling to manage time. I guess you're here because you just want some inspiration around how it's possible to run your business in 10 hours a week. So that is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to be dropping into your inbox, you know, over the course of the next week with some more ideas, some more suggestions for you, some of the strategies that have helped me to run my business in 10 hours a week. So you tell them up front that this is not the first email, uh, sorry, this is not the last email that you're going to get from me. I'm going to be showing up again. And in that email, you know, yes, you congratulate them for taking a step forward. But in that email, you start to get to know them. Because let me take you back to that stat, seven to 20 touch points. This funnel needs to move those touch points forward. It needs to grow the number of touch points because as those touch points grow, so does the no like and trust factor. You cannot build trust in one touch point. I would say you're going to struggle to build trust in three, four, five touch points unless they're very, very personal. I'll be honest, you know, I've I've had people reach out and work with me within two touch points. One, being a clubhouse room, two, being a call, and then they've come straight into a program. And so it is possible, you know, to shorten the number of touch points. You want it more at the seven than at the 20, because obviously 20 does sound like a lot, doesn't it? And the way that you do that is you create the personal touch throughout all of the steps. So let's get back to this sales funnel. You give them the opportunity to download a free resource. They give you their email address. You then send an email to them delivering the free resource, but also introducing yourself and maybe asking them a question 
getting them to reply to the email, trying to create some kind of two-way activity, telling them that this is not the first email that they're going to get from you, that you want to position to them the value that they can expect to get. So because you're here and you wanted to learn how to run your business in 10 hours a week, I'm assuming that you're also going to want to watch the free training that I did recently, which I'm going to email you in a couple of days. And so you give them that little heads up that you are not going to disappear from their life, that you are going to be there because what you don't want them to do is unsubscribe. Now, at the point where I say the word unsubscribe, you probably feel your skin crawling and you think, oh, I can't cope with unsubscribes. It makes me feel bad. It makes me think I've upset somebody. Don't worry, I've been there. I used to look at the unsubscribes and start trying to unpick everything that I'd done. I'd worry that I'd offended somebody, that I'd like done something really wrong. But I'm totally over that now. And you must get over it too, because you will always get unsubscribes. In building your email list, in growing your following, there will be people that enter your world and then realize they're in the wrong place. Now, that is not your fault. That is never going to be your fault. That is just about alignment. There are some people that we that we like. There are some people that we love, you know, like the minute you meet somebody, you feel that that spark, don't you, of where's this person been all my life? You know, like you just feel that there are some people that you do like, some people that you like a lot and some people that you don't really like. So somebody could arrive in your world on the strength of a really good lead magnet and then realize that actually you're not really their type of person. And so they unsubscribe and you must never take that personally because it's going to happen. The more successful you are, the more that's going to happen. So just try to remember that, you know, the right people matter and the wrong people don't. You know, you've just got to let it let it wash over you, okay? And focus more on the people that stay. Focus more on the people that are in your email list. So back to this funnel. You've delivered them the free resource. You've given them that first email. You've given them the heads up that you are going to be communicating with them again. You've told them, you've dangled the carrot of some more value, of some more support, some more strategies that you are going to share with them. And my suggestion is at this point that you make that a video. Now, if you're somebody that is thinking, oh, but I don't like doing video, Rachel, then I'm just going to say, have a go. Have a go because you're here listening to this podcast because you want to generate leads. You're here listening to the Building Online Sales Success podcast because you want to build online sales success. And it's going to be very, very difficult for you to do that in the way that you're probably dreaming of if you don't get comfortable with your face on the camera. And I know it's scary. I know it is. I've been there too. You know, don't forget, I've I've started at zero. I started my audience at zero, just like you. I didn't go out and buy my followers. I didn't go out and buy my clients. You know, I've had to work my way up too. And uh, I've had those little gremlins of imposter syndrome stopping me going live on video. I've done it. I've been there. I've pushed through and I would encourage you to push through too because when you do you'll you'll wonder what all the fuss was about because you start to just see your audience as clients that aren't paying you yet you know that is that's how I view my audience they're clients of the future that aren't paying me yet some of them will 
start to become clients and some of them won't. Some of them will stay in my audience for years. Some of them will decide that they'd prefer to follow somebody else. And that's all okay. You know, it's all okay. So yeah, get your face on the camera, do some lives, do some pre-recorded training if you find that easier. It's funny, you know, I was chatting with the ladies in my group coaching program the other week, a couple of weeks ago it was, and we were talking about lives and how to get comfortable and confident to sell on live stream. And a few of us made the same observation, and that is that we much prefer it in our mind, you know, when we're on video, we prefer to know that there is an audience. We prefer to know that there are people listening, that there are people to serve. And then there was a couple of other people in the group that were like, oh no, I like I like pre-recording it because I like to watch it back. I like to know it's I like to know it's good. I hate watching it back because if I watched it all back and critiqued myself, I wouldn't post a single video. And so yeah, it's funny. We're all different. We all like to do it in different ways. So don't don't do what I tell you, don't do what anybody else tells you, do what feels good for you whether that's pre-recorded, whether that's live, whatever that is, yeah, but do it. Get your face on the camera, do that live training and then include the link to watch it in your low ticket sales funnel because I promise it will shortcut the number of touch points because it will accelerate the trust. Okay, so let's get back to this funnel. There are a number of steps. So you deliver them that first email, then you deliver them some training, some, you know, some further free assets, the more personal, the better. And then I would say your third email would invite them to take a step into your paid world. So they've had a free asset from you. You've built a little bit of trust. At this point, you know, we're calling this a low ticket sales funnel because what you're going to invite them to buy is going to be low ticket. It could be something for $17, $27, $47, maybe even $97. But you get the point, right? This is not you inviting them to join your $5,000 program. This is a low ticket entry into your world. Low ticket equals low risk. They haven't got to think too much about it. So it could be a bundle of Canva templates. It could be access to an online course that you've built. It needs to be something that isn't cohort based or, you know, related to a date because this needs to be something that is always available to buy. So, you know, bundles, templates, something like that, an online course, something that's pre-recorded from you. It could be I don't know, maybe you've run a five-day challenge and you want to sell them the access to watch all the videos back or something that you can sell which causes the person in your audience that has downloaded your freebie, that has enjoyed your freebie, that's gone off and clicked into your email, watched your live training. Now they start to feel that they know you a little bit and now you've given them an opportunity to take a paid-for step into your world. These people are the people that will later on, one day further down the line, they will arrive in your high ticket programs because you've given them what I call breadcrumbing. You know, you've breadcrumbed their way there rather than having to come up with a really, really well-written, perfectly curated sales page and email sequence to sell a high ticket program. You slowly take somebody from cold to boiling hot through a low ticket sales funnel. Okay, so you can see how this is working. This is building trust over a period of time using content and the personal touch in order to do that. Okay, so you invite them to buy this low ticket um, item of yours, whatever you decide that should be. 
And you might want to write a few emails about that. So the first email in your funnel would be inviting them to the offer, telling them all the good things about the offer, focusing on the result, of course, not all the detail, focus on the outcome. What is the big benefit that they're going to gain? You might want to share some testimonials in that email too. Then I would probably wait one or two days and I would send them another email. And at this point, you might take out anybody that's already bought it. Yeah. So within your email platform, you get the opportunity to filter or to exclude certain subscriber groups. And at that point, I would exclude the people that have already bought it because the worst thing is marketing to somebody that's already bought your course. That that wouldn't look that wouldn't look cool, would it? So you want to exclude those people from the next email. But the next email would be something like frequently asked questions. Yeah. So it could be if you've been thinking about buying my course X, Y, Z, you might have a couple of questions. Let me answer them for you here. So it could be, you know, what am I going to find inside? What's the big result? How have people benefited from this in the past? Some of those frequently asked questions about your course, you want to answer those there and then in that email. Now, the way that FAQs really work is that they're written in client language because it's a question and an answer. So as they're reading that email, they're reading the question and then they're reading the answer and it feels like a conversation. So again, this is a very strategic step to build trust because it feels personal because it sounds like a conversation. Even though the two of you aren't on a call at this point, it feels like a conversation that they're having with you. So yeah, you might want to send an FAQs email. You might want to send them a further email after that to go into more detail about the outcomes that you've been able to create for the clients that have already bought that course. So it could be, you know, here's Sarah. She did the course, you know, she's a mindset coach. She did the course three months ago and here's the outcome. Here's the result that she was able to create. You could create this outcome too. So you're showing your audience, you're showing them that this really is a zero risk purchase on their part. The investment is just to get to the end result. You know, considering the money, let's say it's $47, considering whether to spend that $47 or not is a no brainer because they don't have to really think about that investment. They can see already what they're going to get back for the $47 and therefore it becomes not about the money. It becomes about what it is that they want to achieve. Okay, so right at the start of this episode, we talked about, you know, how would your ideal client finish those sentences? What I really want is, what I need to achieve is, success looks like what? Yeah, you being able to speak and think like your ideal client is really going to help you to develop a low ticket sales funnel that delivers sales. Now, you can imagine, can't you, the first day that you are sat in the coffee shop with your friends having a coffee and in comes an email notification that somebody's just bought your course through your funnel. You can imagine that feeling, right? That feeling of, ah, this is what they mean by passive income. I can actually be sat here getting on with my life and my clients can be being served by my funnel in an automated way that I've had to put the work into. You know, like I, 
I sometimes hate the word passive because it's not passive. Passive implies that you do nothing. Well, that's absolute rubbish because there is nothing passive about scaling your business through funnels because there is a lot to do to tweak, adjust, improve your funnels. But you can imagine that feeling, can't you? That you're sat there drinking your cappuccino and in comes that notification and you think, wow, imagine if I could be getting these every day. Imagine what that does for my audience. Imagine the growth of my audience. Imagine the acceleration of trust. Imagine what these low ticket clients might want to do next. Because once they've been through your online course and they've, you know, figured out how much they love your teaching, how much they love your style, how much they love your your, uh, your style of nurturing, the way that you support them through the course, They're going to be ready to reach out to you, to have a call, to ask what's next, to buy your high ticket um, program. Okay, so the sky's the limit with low ticket funnels. There is so much that you can do. But what I would suggest, just to kind of bring this all to a, a summary point for you and to give you some actions, what I would suggest that you do is just make a note of what you would like the customer journey to look like. Yeah, map this out on a piece of paper. Think about where your ideal client is right now, what their thought processes are, what the ideal lead magnet would be for them, and then start to map out how you would deliver that email flow in a way that draws them further and deeper into your world so that they can start to know, like, and trust you. What is that free training that you're going to give them? How are you going to get them to watch a video of you? Or it could be listen to a podcast episode or an audio recording of you. How are you going to get them further into your world through that email sequence so that at the point where the email lands saying, would you like to buy my course, that they are ready to buy it? Okay, map that out on paper and it suddenly then becomes a whole lot easier to think about how am I going to facilitate this in my system? How am I going to look at my email platform and figure out how do I automate all this stuff? Because I promise you, it's much more simple than it seems. Go and have a dig around in your email platform. Go and have a look at the automation tab. Just go and, I don't know, look for some tutorials As part of your whatever email platform you use, go to YouTube, look for tutorials based on that email platform and how it suggests that you automate for your audience. Go and watch those tutorials because trust me, you know, I didn't I didn't arrive at this as a funnel expert. I made myself a funnel expert. I forced myself to learn because I knew I needed to. And you can do that, too. It's just a case of keeping an open mind and saying I can rather than I can't. Okay, so I hope this episode has been great. You know, I hope that you feel excited about building your first or next passive income funnel. I hope that you feel that actually looking at your low ticket offers that you've got lots of things that you could build into a funnel and therefore you've got so much scaling opportunity. When it comes to low ticket sales funnels, really the sky is the limit. There's so much that you can do. And I hope that you feel more confident now to have a go. If you want to have a chat with me about low ticket sales funnels, reach out to me over on Instagram. My handle is at my sales mentor. We can have a chat about it over there. We can hop on a call if that's easier. But yeah, I really want to empower you to uh, to map this out on paper and start building it. 
because this could be the scaling opportunity that your coaching business needs. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I will see you in the next episode where I plan to go into more strategies that are going to help you to grow and scale your business in 2022. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 